Well, it's great to be with everyone this morning. My name is Robin, if we've not met before. So we've been working our way through a series, thinking about different people's encounters that they have with Jesus. And as Holly said, we're thinking about a crowd encountering Jesus this morning. Um, so this story, it might be new to you, or it might have heard it many times before. But I really believe that this Easter, um, that it can speak to all of us in the midst of our ongoing pandemic, that it can speak to us about the hope that Jesus can bring in our lives today. So our story begins nearly 2,000 years ago. Hundreds of thousands of pilgrims make their way to the city of Jerusalem. And a picture's gonna come on, um, up on the screens, hopefully, of a model of Jerusalem to show you how big it would have been. So this was one of the biggest cities in the country. And they gather, the Jewish people gather there to celebrate Passover. And that is one of the biggest festivals in the Jewish calendar where they remember God powerfully delivering their ancestors um, from the oppressive Egyptians. And as they gathered, what were they hoping for? What were they longing for, this Jewish people? Well, you see, they were waiting. They'd been waiting for hundreds of years, living in the land God had promised them, but they were living under oppressive occupations, and it was now the Roman Empire. And they were hoping that God would come through, that they would send a king, that they would victoriously win over the Roman Empire, and they would win back the land. Now, I wonder this morning, what are you hoping for? What are you longing for? Maybe turn to the person next to you or leave us a comment or just how are you feeling this morning? Maybe try and show an facial expression through your eyes or eyebrows of how you're feeling. Lots of different reactions going on today. So maybe some of us, we're feeling a bit weary of just having to wait so long for the panic to, um, pandemic to end. Maybe we're a bit confused about what's going on. Maybe we might be questioning God, thinking, where is God during this pandemic? Maybe some of us might have given up hope altogether and we're just feeling a bit hopeless this morning. Or maybe we're excited that restrictions are starting to be lifted. That whatever you're feeling and whatever you're hoping for this morning, you're really welcome here. It's great to be with you. But I really believe that this story can bring us hope. So I'm going to invite Maddie up now, who's going to read the story for us. And as she reads the story, I encourage you to try and picture yourself and see where you might be in this story. So Maddie, do you want to come up? Uh, this is from John 12, verses 12 to 18. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat upon it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Many people, because they had heard that he performed this sign, went out to meet him. Well, thanks, Mighty. 
So can you imagine, can you picture it, that the story is starting to be shared of a man. They've heard some stories of a man who was going around the country, performing amazing miracles. He was healing people. He was hanging out with like the outcasts of society. And also we heard last week that he managed to raise a dead man who'd been dead in a tomb for four days. He raised him back to life, his friend Lazarus. So stories were starting to be shared. Maybe some of those uh, Jewish people were thinking, oh, it's fake news. That's impossible. I don't believe it. But maybe others were saying, well, I was there. I witnessed it. I saw it. And the tension was starting to be built up. But I wonder, they came to welcome him. They, as um, the story said, that they came to welcome him by shouting Hosanna and they're waving palm branches. But I thought we could think about this morning. What a saviour were they expecting, were they hoping and long, longing for? So the story Judith read out tells that they were expecting a king to come on a mighty horse. But Jesus comes in on a donkey, and not just any donkey, but like a baby donkey, a colt. So I don't quite know how baby donkey, big Jesus, full-grown man, how that would work. And it might be quite uncomfortable. But Jesus chooses a donkey. I wonder why. Well, I think the donkey is used because it indicates something really significant about this story, a symbol, a symbol of what kind of saviour Jesus was going to be. Maybe Jesus wasn't a saviour because he was going to change their immediate circumstances with power and force and overthrow the Roman Empire. But because I believe he was doing something much bigger, God had much bigger plans. So all those years ago, when Jesus promised that a king would come, this is what I think he had in mind, a bigger plan. We read in Luke 4:43 what kind of king um, Jesus, what he was doing on earth. And it reads, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because this is why I was sent. So Jesus came to announce the good news that a new eternal kingdom was going to come, that was going to last forever, a kingdom where he was going to be the king. But this kingdom was not like earthly kingdoms, certainly not like the Roman Empire. And Jesus loved talking about the kingdom of God. I mean, he was obsessed with it. All he ever talked about was the kingdom of God. He shared stories about the kingdom of God. It was one of his favorite topics of conversation. And you might have never heard this before. Or it might be something you've heard many times. But I thought I would just share three points, I think, that are really important for us to understand what this kingdom was about. So firstly, it's a kingdom where the king is not distant, he's not in some high mighty palace somewhere far away, but he's a king who comes in close, that relates to us, and is with us in our highs and lows. So as we heard in the story last week about Jesus being uh, raising Lazarus from the dead, he goes to be with his friends who are in this time of pain and suffering as their, friend, their brother Lazarus has died, and Jesus weeps with them. And I think that's always a paradox because Jesus knows he's going to raise his friend Lazarus from the dead, but he's also there in their pain and their suffering, and he weeps with them. So our king is not far off and distant, but he comes in and gets stuck in with our messy human lives. And secondly, it's a kingdom where we can experience peace in all circumstances and have abundant life. Jesus promises that in the kingdom of God, we, in Jesus, we can have full and abundant lives. So no matter what's going on in our lives, whether we're having a really stressful week or life feels really crazy or it generally just everything's going okay, I believe what Jesus offers us is that he can bring peace in all circumstances and abundant life. And finally in this kingdom, 
I believe that we're not forced or coerced into the kingdom. We don't have to take like a citizen's test to try and get into the kingdom to prove how worthy we are to get into the kingdom. All we simply have to do is choose to trust in Jesus and to give our lives to try and follow him and become more like him and learn how to love one another. That's what it means to be in the kingdom of God. So Jesus was bringing in this kingdom, but how did he do it? Well, it certainly wasn't by military force. And we're going to hear later on in this week the story unfold about Jesus dying on a cross and victoriously rising again from the grave. And he defeated the bigger enemies than just the Romans. He was defeating the powers of death so that we could have eternal life. And he was defeating the enemy of our own brokenness and sin so that we could have a restored relationship with our Heavenly Father. But I'm not going to unpack that anymore because we've got the whole of the Easter story still to come. But this morning, I really want you to hear that this kingdom was not just for those first century Jews all those years ago. But our Easter hope is that we can also be a part of that eternal kingdom today. To live in the reality of that kingdom every day. And we can experience life to the full. And I don't believe that Jesus is content with just getting rid of COVID or any situation that you're in at the moment where you feel you want to shout, save us, Hosanna. Jesus isn't content with just getting rid of that and overcoming that. He wants to offer us life in abundance. And that's something we can cling to and really hope for and hold on to, even when we don't really know what the future holds or what the next year was going to look like. And I don't think Jesus promises an easy life in the kingdom of God. He says we will face trials and challenges, but we can have a peace knowing that God is with us through it all. So this morning, if you're just checking out the whole Easter story thing, I invite you to stay connected and tune in and listen to the upcoming services and hear the story unfold and follow the journey and hear more about how Jesus established the kingdom of God and the invitation for us to be a part of that. But if you want to experience more of that abundant life this morning, of what it means to live in that kingdom every day, I'm going to say a prayer and you may want to just say the prayer too in your minds as I say it. So let's pray together. Jesus, I thank you that you came to establish a new, never-ending kingdom. That, you, that I can be a part of that same kingdom today. And today I welcome you as my saviour, King. May you be near me and may you bring that peace and abundant life. Amen. So I'm going to invite the band up now. But um, as Holly said earlier... Um, there is prayer available so if you want to talk more about what I've said this morning or you want to pray with someone do send that um, text message to prayer at highgrove.church and also on our website at highgrove.church faith there's a video there which explains more about what Jesus did when he came to earth and what that means for us today so do check that out.